know what I do? Like the game The Sims made such an impact on me that every time I yeah. haven't had an interaction with somebody, I either think of plus or a minus. <laughs> what? Did you ever play The Sims? Yeah, the, yeah, the original yeah. one. Yeah. Well, you'll have like a interaction. They're like, and then the conversation's over, and then in their interaction, they'll either have a plus or a negative, where their mm-hmm. their relationship will either increase or decrease. All right. And so, I do think that where I, I have like an interaction with somebody, I'm like, hmm, negative. <laughs> it's a negative. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I imagine we will stop. We'll that kind of ruined our friendship. And it usually always is negative. And then you'll have like a big confrontation. It's like, hmm, our relationship took a huge hit on that one. You have to slowly build it back up. Double negative. Triple negative. Triple negative. Now we're just flying. Planes. Triple D. <laughs> anyway, uh, we were going to talk about an observation that I had. Let's, let's cue us in. This is the extra mile. I was just just keep the rest of that. Oh, yeah, I thought it was a good intro. Sure, go for it though. This is this is still fun. <laughs> Welcome back to the extra mile, everybody. I'm Justin. That's G five. What's up, man? Maybe we can just phase this out. What do you think, Caleb? Oh, we're here with Caleb. What's up? Caleb? <laughs> oh, the wizard is in the is in the corner. The wizard. This is still yeah, fun. The I'm wizard. Still what did that. what did uh, Nate call you? Oh, um, oh, what was it? Oh, uh, stew man. Yeah. Oh, I knew it. I didn't like it. No. The stew man, I like the wizard. Better. There have been many nicknames I've been given over the years. I don't like the stew man. The same. One of them I will <laughs> never share with you because once you know it, you'll no. probably call me that. No. And I absolutely I like wizard. The nickname. Wizard. I like uh, wizard. wizard. Yeah. Blizzard. You just have that aura. It just makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> the aura. <laughs> um, you had a You had a thought that I was interrupting you. Oh, to, to do the yeah, intro to the so, yeah, just, you know, one of my uh, YouTube uh, uh, journeys, I found this. Uh, How deep did you go? Your YouTube odyssey? Yeah. <laughs> it's one of my favorite. It's like a long journey, an odyssey. A long, a long journey. It really can become that. Yeah, except you don't make it back home. You're just wondering, <laughs> where am I? <laughs> How did I get here? And you, have, you have to no fire to an arrow. Yeah. <laughs> you have to fire an arrow through a bunch of axe, axe handles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, Classical man. education. Oh, there was this person that was talking and made an interesting observation. And it made me think of a, of a Bible verse where Jesus is talking about worry. You know, um, he's like, hey, don't worry about tomorrow. Which I'm trying to find that. Um, anyway. Oh, it's right there. Look at that. Providence. Cool. Um he was saying that talking about consistency and how oftentimes we don't see consistency in our life and it's because we wake up every day a new person and and you it's like a game where you'll respawn right and you respawn and you're playing that game from where you left off when you died and in the same way, every day we wake up, we wake up a new person where the, our old self before us either set us up for success or more likely, because you're not consistent in life, mm-hmm. dropped the ball and was like a lazy employee and said, I'll just do that tomorrow and left it for the next guy <laughs> to clean up. Previous Justin. Yeah, exactly right. And I thought that was just an interesting perspective to see live. I was like, huh, 
I was like, yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. And and you're just like, okay, I'll just do that tomorrow. I can do that tomorrow. And in reality, you can't do that tomorrow. And it just becomes, it just piles up and it's bigger and bigger. And before you know it, you do have to eventually address it or something has to change. And so consistency is setting yourself up for the for success, for the next guy's success. And that, that creates a, an effect. Anyway, I was thinking of the famous line where Jesus is saying, look, don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow has its own troubles hmm. but worry about uh worry about today um which is in matthew 6 but then he says don't worry yeah he says don't worry about that stuff yeah do not worry about your life what you eat what you drink about your body what you wear isn't there more to life than food uh, more to the body than clothing and then he talks about the birds of the sky um he goes on and then at the very end, verse 34, so then do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Your next self will worry about tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Today has enough troubles of its own. So, I mean, conquer today's troubles, because today's has enough troubles. And if you do today's troubles, well, then tomorrow's person won't have so many troubles. I don't know. I don't know. I just thought that was an interesting perspective. We always talk about in the in in the shop. We always talk about uh, past Justin and future Justin. Yeah, and there have been a couple times where it's like, ah, we'll figure that out later. Um, mostly because we don't have all the information yet or whatever. And so, well, uh, but then you also have the world philosophy of why put off tomorrow what you can. What? Why put off today what you can do tomorrow? Wait, what is it? I think that's it. I think so. Why put off today what you can do tomorrow? Or right? the, or it no, it's the opposite. opposite. That's the opposite. Yeah. It's like, why why put off for tomorrow what you could do today? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's the secular philosophy of that sort of. But, I mean, there's there's some things where you kind of have to wait. So then. The, there definitely is. The opposite side of that coin is waiting on the Lord to, to act. Yeah, and your future selves may not experience the thing that you want to experience. You know, you want to experience this thing over here. Well, you got to set yourself up for that. Uh, even though it's not going to be today. It's like taking out the trash. Yeah, and then you got to... Do you, like, compress the trash? Yeah, exactly. It's like, I can do it tomorrow. I could do it tomorrow. <laughs> and then my wife's mad at me. Yeah, it's so full. And then you try to lift it up, and it's too heavy. Why is the, the, the vacuum... You know, have you ever tried to lift the, the trash bag out of the thing, and it pulls the whole trash can up? This is first world problems. No. Apparently cool. George does not stuff his full enough. Because <laughs> man, I there's a vacuum I pack that. Well, when you're trying to pull the bag out, oh, and it, and it, it pulls, creates there's a, like vacuum. a liner. Yeah, oh, there's like a vacuum. Got you. Yeah, I was like, there's a vacuum hooked up to that, just like <laughs> like a <laughs> Grinch just sucks all the trash out. Or like, yeah, I have that. Did you cool. have that? Oh yeah, everybody has that. Jeez, Come on, George, I'm missing out. <laughs> what happened? I'm still trying to process the thought. It's a really good thought. You wake up new every single day. Yeah. Yeah. And now I've gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, now I need to set up everyone else up for success too. Like Justin's future self and Emmy's future self or whoever. Then you end up doing stuff for them. So their, their future selves are set up for success. That's a, that is a purveying thought because of, Okay, why are you worrying about food? Like, where are you going to get your food from? I think that was Jesus' concept where they were just, I mean, they were hungry. They were walking all over the place and hungry. 
and Jesus is teaching is why are you af- why are you afraid? Worry is comes from fear, right? Yes, uncertainty. Why are you afraid of these things? Like you have more value to God than than look at the birds of the sky. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's his comparison. Like the birds don't, but God feeds them. Aren't you more valuable than than they are? Yeah, and, and he and feeds them. You are right, and you're you're more valuable than the lilies of the field, which are beautifully adorned. Right, but they're only here for a short time, and then they they are away. And his point was, worrying doesn't add an hour to your life. So think about the flowers. Yeah, so worrying does nothing, and mm-hmm. it, and so there's a trust, right? And it's the same thing that was um, talked about in in giving, where the money that you have that you work for. And that's something I really need to I'm, – I'm pondering that and trying to put that more in my heart to say I am afraid to go back to when I didn't have two nickels to rub together. And mm-hmm. I had debt collectors knocking at the door because I'm a millennial and I went to college and I incurred debt. And, you know, I become a servant of the, of the country because I owe money for my education, which is most of us, right, that, right. that brought that philosophy hook, line, and sinker. Interesting. Is that is that the IRS coming to get me? It's my um, wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cool text. Though. That is, yeah. Uh, and uh, for me to be able to say, okay, why am I worrying about my next paycheck? And uh, and it's a reliance on God. That's what I'm currently working on in my heart. Well, that's what he says in the next verse. He says, won't you clothe even more, you people of little faith? So then don't worry, saying, what will you eat? What will you drink? What will you wear? Right, for the unconverted, pursue these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. It's the same thing with the children of Israel as they were walking through the wilderness. I mean, God provided for them, and all they did was just bicker, and right. all they did was complain. Or the the Bible's word is grumble. Right, they grumbled in their heart. And so his main thing is if you don't, if you have a God or a Father that provides for you, he's like, okay, then I want you to pursue His kingdom and righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. If you're poo-pooing that idea, listening to this, and uh, and because I'm I'm also sort of reflecting on my own heart, is to say, no, that's ridiculous, right? Then you're very much falling into that folly, and you should take a pause, and you should consider that it is a reliance on God. It is giving up. It's like it's like being in outer space and letting go of your tool. Or, or whatever instrument that you're using to fix the space station or whatever. And so it's yeah. like, okay, ultimate reliance, and I'm going to let it go, and then whatever happens, and God will provide. And that is, it, it's an act of faith. And that's why Jesus is rebuking them. Oh, you of little faith. Why, are you, why aren't you letting go? Why aren't you relying on God? God will provide for you. I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Um, there's mm-hmm. a book that I'm reading right now, and that thought, God will provide, but God will provide if you follow him and if you trust in him and you obey him and the book is called God Smuggler and it's a fascinating book about this kid that finds Jesus and then pretty much just completely turns his whole life around and puts his soul reliance and trust and faith and literally everything in him and it's astounding as you read through the book like the different ways that God provides for him And there's moments where he just sits and says a two-second prayer that says, I have no idea how I'm going to pay for this, but I trust you, God. If this is in your plan, then there will be a way. And God provided in some way. And 
paying for it was like a mission trip that he was going on or an opportunity that was given to him to potentially spread the word. And the whole book is about him actually like spreading God's word into all these different countries and regions that didn't have Bibles, that didn't have the ability to do one thing. And there's one thing that I highlighted yesterday as reading, as I was reading through it, he was trying to sneak Bibles into a country that wasn't allowed to have Bibles. And he he said a prayer and he said, Lord, in my luggage, I have scripture that I want to take to your children across this border. When you were on earth, you made blind eyes see. Now I pray, make seeing eyes blind. Do not let the guards see those things you do not want them to see. Ultimately, the guards saw the Bibles, but through some, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but through it, he was able to bring them over. Um, even though that the guards saw the Bibles, conversation turned, they were distracted, and they're like, you know what, that's fine, just go ahead and take them. So um, the as I'm reading through this book, it's a secular book, but it's based on a true story. It's just been on my mind a lot of God providing, and sometimes you don't know where money's going to come from. Sometimes you don't know where food's going to come from, some basic necessities. But then at other times, too, you have a surplus, and you're blessed with all these different things, whether it's monetary or special gifts that God's given to you, and you think about it and you're like, how am I going to use these? Or is it just going to be for selfish ambition? And I think if we can continue to work for me personally to work on God has blessed me with this random monetary gift that I wasn't expecting. How am I going to be able to use that to continue to, you know, glorify him and he'll continue to provide if I put my faith and trust in him. It's, it's a hard thing to do because by nature, I think we're selfish as humans, but right. Um, yeah. It's a I mean, parallel passage to that is what I'm working on for Sunday is Luke 11 that says, if you then, although you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Um, give himself to you um, for those who are asking and seeking. And how much does that build up our faith? when we're looking to pursue righteousness in the kingdom of God. I don't know. All right. I think that's a go so moment. (laughs) Go so. (laughs) If you want to know more about the Bible or you have any questions, our email is in the description below. You can DM us. We'd love to hear from you. And if you're looking for a church family or you're in the Lubbock area, we invite you to come visit and hang out with us in Milwaukee. We love for you to find a church who practices the love of Christ.